How are you doing all you beautiful people out there? Thank you. This is the 49th episode of the podcast with Brett and Mohit. And we are going to talk to you about grown-up stuff like we always do. Your grown-up stuff, by the way. We're still like, I'm still 19. You're 20. We're not grown-up just yet. Your birthday's coming up. Not that much of a difference. 19 to 20? Yeah, I mean, it's not that big of a difference. You know what I find crazy, though? In three years, I'm going to be the same age that my mother was when she had me. Your mom had you at, like, 23. 23. 23. Wait, so that means she's... Yeah, 43. Not that old. 43. That's insane, yeah. (laughs) I can't even do the math. (laughs) <laughs> for us 20 plus 23 right? I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yo that's crazy no my parents had me late they had me when they were like okay shoot I'm 20 now my mom's 51 to 31. 31 that's pretty normal right yeah I think Indian people just have kids much earlier or at least had probably not so much anymore but I don't know Wait, and how old is your brother? My brother is two years older than me, so 22. So your mom had, like, your brother at 22. My mom had my brother at 21. 21. Oh. Yeah, kind of insane. Were you born here? Yep. How about your brother? Yep. Really? They, They moved here? My mom moved here when she was 18, I think. 18 yes. did your parents meet uh before beforehand and they just moved together yeah i think in like high school or something i don't know the story we don't usually yeah. talk about that stuff but yeah it's kind of crazy because like dude they <laughs> i think that my life is stressful right now but theirs is like 20 times more if you think about it they had to immigrate to a place that they didn't understand the language of and then had kids two years after and then yeah had to somehow manage to make a living so yeah it, it puts That's stuff true. in perspective you know You're like you know it could be worse so you know try not to overthink too much and you know appreciate it all right yeah that's what i'm thinking just like how much struggle they had but to them it's like uh because the times were different right they don't didn't have to like think so much like do you think like the the rise in technology and like you know industries and like you know like market boom or whatever like kind of contributed to us struggling more i think we struggle in different ways if that makes sense like we probably you know i think i i think they probably struggled more physically, but we struggle more mentally, if that makes sense. Mm. I mean, I'm sure they struggle all mentally too, but uh, I, they don't I, I mean, the best way I can describe it is that when I left high school, I thought a lot of, a lot of the stress, like a lot of the stressors are gone from my life, right? Because school was like the main stressor, but it was only like, it, later I figured out that once the physical stressors are gone, my brain starts playing tricks on me, right? So 
despite physically there isn't anything to stress about besides like my future I guess but even then I didn't really think too much I tried not to think too much about it but every physical stressor was gone yet I was more stressed than I've ever been right so I imagine since they had so much other things to stress about it was difficult in a much different way than it is for us right like I was saying mental health of course it exists but they they had no time to think about that you know like there's no such thing as like caring for your mental health back then and even like an asian culture in general like it's not really a thing you know yeah like i was talking about this with my girlfriend and they said they don't they don't really have like um you know a mental health thing you're just like you're just sad you know oh you're just sad like every day oh you just you know you're just scared it's just normal right yeah it's not really they don't see it as like a like a health problem or like like a social issue right it's just it's there but it's like you know it's not acknowledged a lot and uh, i was like i wonder why it is and why it's so prominent more in you know like canada and the u.s and stuff like that i mean i think i know I have an idea why it's probably because there's a lot more like shit you have to deal deal with physically like you know you have to work hard i imagine they have to work physically harder so that their family can live like they have to work potentially more hours and obviously the people that or the countries that are more like not accepting of mental health stuff is they're usually more towards the poverty side of things right so yeah you know those people have to work a lot harder than we do you know and i feel like that that means like when they see like when they hear like oh you have a problem because you're creating it like yourself or your brain is creating it or you know whatever however you would describe mental health it seems like so minuscule right it's like yeah just like you're like permanently sad like it just like it might not make sense to them right and yeah i think it's just because when they have to deal with so much physical shit and you know at every moment of their life like there is a potential that they might not have enough food to support them for the next day or whatever that their mental is the least of their worries because all they need to worry about is living towards the next day so and we have much more time to think about that stuff so it's like much easier to for us to think about that oh and also do you like talk about what your parents like had to go through when they were your age like you know at dinner table conversations like that yeah actually one of the craziest stories is it's crazy to me because of how it's not like something really crazy happened it's more like how much it would have impacted my life and my parents lives if this didn't happen but my my mom like failed one of her classes in in her graduating year of high school so she couldn't like graduate i mean she you you can't like immigrate if you failed a class right because they want like they want like good smart people to come to the country or the best people right so she had to redo the class and it it was like chemistry or something so she wasn't very good at it because i mean chemistry is difficult as hell right so like 
if she didn't succeed in that class, then I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Which is really crazy to think about, right? And yeah. there, there's tons of other stories, like how they, you know, you always hear the memes about, like, how they had to walk, like, hours to school. And I, they had to, like, walk to, like, get water for, like, hours and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's crazy to think about, I guess. Because that's not... I can't imagine having to do that, right? Like, just stacking on what we have in, like, mental health and then add that with, like, physical, like, actual work, you know, like, physical work. Then it's kind of like, oh, how are you even going to have, you know, the next day of you living and not getting out of your bed you know you kind you kind of get like so mentally like distressed that you're no longer stressed right yeah it's just it's 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 your normal now and then on top of the physical work it's just like critical health problems Mm. people die from stress and like stress and high blood pressure you know stroke all these other factors and it's it's so it like weighs down on a person and then it just goes back to your mental health and then you're thinking about oh like oh i'm working so hard and like uh i'm ready have this heart condition but i need to work like how am i gonna pay the bills and then like that's what i've been thinking about so why i'm so invested into you know working hard this whole time or like just like recently where I kind of became serious about okay I need to get my shit together right that's that was like my drive that was literally it It it's just like okay look what my parents had to go through they probably went through all of that what I, I previously explained and so this this should be like the weight I have to carry for myself you know yeah like they carried their weight to give me this opportunity and then I carry this weight as like you know thanking them but also giving it to my kids as well so yeah. i can give them opportunity too so that's circle of life right there hmm. yeah that's i mean that's been something i've thought about a lot too but i try not to think about it too much because although it motivates you i think it'll just bring me down <laughs> yeah that makes sense because it's just People like why can't i i go um my life's not even that hard why can't i just do everything right um yeah that's usually where my mind goes to when I think of stuff like that but it is sometimes it is nice to think that I could probably accomplish if my parents were able to accomplish as much as they could especially my dad then I there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to do the same right yeah and also like accomplishment is subjective right what do you call accomplishment you know is money is money wealth big houses like, is that accomplishment to you? I mean, it's, I mean, today's world, maybe, right? They see it as success, but that's on how other people see it. You know, it's not like you deciding, but it's like how others see you like succeeding. Yeah. It's not, you don't get to choose what is success or not. So I don't know. Good. It's food for thought. Yeah. But, but on the, on the topic of like, you know, you, you've been trying to work harder so you can advance towards your goals, right? 
yeah recently right been uh-huh. going out a lot more which is and i did my first job interview which is scary <laughs> but tell me cool tell, tell me tell me everything i mean tell we me. i mean it, it was the basic interview questions like why do you want the job like how can you help us you know the basic stuff and i think um i'm a I'm I'm pretty shy, but when it comes to talking, I think I'm pretty good at talking. So I think I did a good job. And I'm pretty sure I have the job. I just need to go through a bunch of security checks because I'm working yeah. at PetSmart, right? So I assume you need oh, more yeah. security checks because you're dealing with living things, right? Yeah. So there's a lot more that goes on um, with that stuff. So after that's done, I should be starting. And that's, I cannot describe how scared I am but i'm still gonna do it but it's like insanely scary (laughs) for so many different reasons right and you know which is why it's important that i've been going out a lot more recently because i don't know if i mentioned before but even like walking outside was scary for me like i couldn't like stay outside for long periods of time without feeling like without my stomach starting to turn or like me feeling like i'm gonna throw up or my breathing like slows down or speeds up you know something happens along those lines and i think since i started going out with my girlfriend and uh some of our other friends it kind of brought me back to a place where i was familiar with right because i used to go out i didn't go out like a lot like you know how other people go out but for me i used to you know i'd go like twice a week three times a week you know, something like that, which is a lot more than I did for the last two years, right? So I think me becoming, going back to that familiar place made me feel a lot more confident, albeit I'm still like really scared. And every time I get invited to go out, my first thought is I should do it because this is the only way I get comfortable. But my second thought is always like, I'm scared shitless, right? Because I don't know, I'm, it's usually, it's mostly because of my health, because I always have, like, stomach problems. Like, I might have, like, IBS or something, I don't know. Like, I don't know, there's there's something going on there, right? And as you can imagine, when you don't go out and you have to eat, you know, it's you always eat when you go out, right? That's just what you do. It's Stuff like that is really scary to me, because, you know me, like, I can't really eat much. At least... I can eat a lot when I'm at home. Like I eat like half. If I could eat like half a pizza when I'm at home, I could eat like a quarter of a pizza if I go out, which doesn't really might not really make sense to some people. But the simple act of being in my house makes me so much more comfortable that I'm able to eat twice as much. Which the the idea of it makes me feel like you know I can overcome it, and then you know already my peak is much higher than what i'm performing at so i should be able to reach that peak even when i go outside but yeah i've been really scared because you know i i don't know how many people have stayed at home for two years straight and then finally started going out a lot and how scary that can be but it is a lot a, 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 a lot scarier than it used to be i'll say that much <laughs> And how did you even like interact with people right away? I okay. Right, right this might day. be surprising to hear from me, 
But I think I'm really good with interacting with people. Right. You said it. You said it. That there are some times where I'm like, I don't really know what to do, but I don't even think it's that much of my fault. Because one time I went out with my girlfriend's friends and they're like, like, I've never talked to them before. But, and it was like super awkward because I didn't really, they're like culinary students and I don't really go to school or, you know, cook or know much about food. Like I don't even eat that much. Right. So the one thing they all connected through, I couldn't connect through it. And it was like kind of difficult to talk to them about some stuff. But yeah, that, that was like the only awkward experience I've had. Um, but the interview thing, like I talked, I, I tried to talk as casually as I, I mean, I talked professionally when I needed to. I made sure it mm -hmm. sounded like I was comfortable, right? And I know that, you know, when I'm out with our friends, like I don't really, I still don't really talk that much unless we're doing something, right? But yep. when I do talk, I feel like I talk confidently and I'm not really that scared to talk to like people. Um, one thing I was scared of though was ordering food. <laughs> like this is gonna sound really embarrassing, but we went to like, I went to A&W with like my girlfriend for, you know, I just felt like it's really close to us. So I can, call, uh, that'll be like a limit test, right? Of like, yeah. if I can comfortably go there, then I should be able to comfortably go to somewhere further and then further and then further, right? So I went there and I'm like, I, I can't order, dude. I can't order food. So she did it for you, me. You went up to the line. It's just, I, I, no, I, I didn't, do it. I, I didn't go up, but <laughs> I told her that I probably, I don't want to order the food. So she did it for me, which is like super embarrassing, but like I'm comfortable with it now. Um, I'm still not comfortable ordering when I go to like Asian food places. I don't know why. I just feel like kind of off, but yeah, it's just like, I guess I don't, I don't want to sound stupid, even though like I'm not going to sound stupid, I, even though I can rationalize, I still like get scared of it, I guess. But in terms of interacting in general, I think I'm fine. I think I'm solid Dude, in that matter. Like, like your story about like you ordering just brought back a really bad flashback of um, me and like a my birthday dinner with some friends. Yeah. And then what happened was oh, like a long, we were at long this... past. I think. Yo, it's a long past. <laughs> so basically, um, we had this like it's a Italian. It's Italian place, right? And then you had some sauce. So you order it like this. You have the noodles and then you have the sauce, right? So it's very, like, customizable. So then when it was my turn to order, um, I said the sauce because that's the first thing you say. And then they asked you what noodle, right? And then there was, like, a list of, like, categories of type of pasta, right? Yeah. There was short pasta, long pasta, um the square pasta you know like yeah and then i just said like <laughs> um so i said oh can i get bologanese and can i get it long pasta <laughs> so then there was <laughs> there's different categories there's different types of long pasta so then the, the waiter just looked at me like okay and i was like yeah with long and then i kept saying yeah with long pasta and he just kept looking at me and then everybody was just laughing and I, I i genuinely did not know what to say 
So just like yeah yeah below 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 Ganese. Like I thought he was confused by um the way I said the type of sauce because it was like you know bolognese, but I said bolognese. It's not bolognese, bro. <laughs> Bo- <laughs> you know I've already for- you pro- mispronounced it so many times I've forgotten how to pronounce it, and now I it's, have to look. It's up. bolognese. It's bolognese. <laughs> I've actually Bo- forgotten how to pronounce it, but I think you've mispronounced it. It's bologna, isn't it? It's bologna. <laughs> it's bo- bolognese. <laughs> is it not bologna, or am I thinking of the wrong thing? No, that's something else. Okay. No, I, I don't. Okay, then I don't know. You know what? I'm just as stupid as you. Then, all right. We're both stupid in this matter. Yeah, and then now, like every single time we go to like some pasta place, then they always bring up that joke. It was so. It was such a stupid story. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm scared of like stuff like that happening, but I feel like I shouldn't be, you know, because no, it's something you look back and and laugh at, right? It's not like exactly. It's like a laughable moment the minute you like mess up on um, things. I I do have to, you know, you told an embarrassing story, dude. I didn't know how to use utensils until I was like 15 because I've ate with my hands growing up like hey yo no judgment i i do too man and i I was out with like 10 people my first time using utensils and kenji like my best friend right he had to he had to like teach me (laughs) i don't know if he remembers but he had to teach me how to use utensils oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and i felt so i felt so stupid like i'm like I, i don't know it was just like I felt like everyone's judging me, but I'm like, dude, like, I, I ate with my hands growing up all the time. I would, like, use a fork to, like, eat, like, fruits or something, right? But, like, yeah, I just was not used to eating with utensils. But you know what? Now I can use chopsticks as well. So I think I'm, I think I'm chilling in that manner. Wait, so, so with the, like, the fork and the spoon, right? Like, how did you first start off? Did you, I like, don't even remember, to- but it just wasn't working. Did you try to like scoop like what were you eating like asian food it was like no okay it was a fork and a knife and i didn't know how to cut the it was like it was some kind of it was either pork or chicken like some i, for, I forgot what you call it it was like a chicken thigh or something i had to like cut it and i yeah i didn't know how to cut it with the knife and the fork in my hand yeah and he had to like teach me like did you just hold, you use your left hand with the fork you put it on the thing and then you cut it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh no way! Because I started the other way around. I put. I'm used to using a fork with my right hand, right? Because if yeah. I eat anything else, I'm the fork is in my right hand. Like if I eat noodles, the fork is in my right hand, right? And then when I have to use the knife, I put it in my left hand, and I can't cut with my left hand because I'm right-handed, right? And yeah. I think I laughed a little bit. It was kind of bad, but yeah, I'm always scared of shit like that happening. That's like social embarrassment type thing where it's just, oh, like, like, how do you not like know this stuff? That's like, you know, the I mean, like no one taught me. Yeah. How the so hell then, am I supposed to know? And now we like judge people. <laughs> like, I'm just like, how you don't know how to ride a bike or like, oh, you don't know how to swim you know sort of thing yeah well you know we got our own timelines is what i'm saying there's no really like 
standard to where you have to be at you know but <laughs> in just in a social setting like stories like that you just look back at it once you learn like since you learned how to use the utensils now you just look back at it, it was like oh I'm so stupid but it was a funny moment yeah so i think you should just look back at things like that and just say ah good times you know <laughs> why? <laughs> why 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 look at it as like a a bad thing yeah, you know, you're just learning. Yeah, I think I'm mostly fine with most social situations at this point. But the thing that scares me the most usually is that sometimes when I go out, I get like stomach aches. And it might be because of the food I ate. It might be because I'm feeling stressed about the food I ate, right? <laughs> and I never really know what's going on. So I'm always scared to eat a lot when I go out. So I always feel like embarrassed when like, I go out with friends and then I can't like eat. I can't even eat like half as much as they do, which makes me like, since I'm also really skinny, it like, I don't know, it feels like I'm being judged for it, even though like most of my friends wouldn't judge me for it, right? But yeah, that's always like in my head. Like when I have to eat food, I'm like, this is going to be the most stressful part of my night, right? Like every, mm. the rest of it is like fine. But when I have to eat, it's like, this is this is when I'm going to be most stressed. And I could just be like, oh, I don't want to eat out today or whatever. But I like force, I've been recently forcing myself to just do it, right? Because I'm going to, like, that's a normal part of life. Like, I need to get used to doing that, right? And if it takes, like, being insanely uncomfortable for, like, many months or however long it takes, then... I guess that's just what it's gonna have to take, but yeah, I've been going. You know, I've been I've been trying to do that, and it's been hard, but it is what it is, I guess. Oh, you need to be uncomfortable. Like, yeah. there's no question. Like, you need to be in this such those situations, and but I'm scared too. Like most of the time, like if I were to do an interview, like like doing an interview, even like that, that's. That's something I'm still scared about. Like, uh, I talked about this before, but I get really jittery during interviews and I kind of like, you know, played my hands, you know, not really look up because I'm trying to think about what to say. And that is, you know, I think the only way to learn is just to keep doing them. Yeah. It's the only way to be put in those situations. That's why um, I totally agree with like, you know, you you don't you don't want to go into the intention of trying to just do it without having some sort of preparation. I think that's just I think that's just silly. Uh, you should always go with some preparation, but you should em- embrace like the possibility of failing. If you know, what yeah. I mean. like you shouldn't have the negative mindset right away. You should go in there just saying, "Oh, this could be the time where like I learn something new right away. Like I get it in the first try." And if it's not and you embrace what you what mistakes you have done and then you just you know carry on and on to the next one it may be worse you know believe it or not like your first interview may be a little better than your second interview right like i had those uh moments before but like it's it's like all you're learning about like stuff that happened in that first interview and then you learn more stuff that happened in that second interview. And then 
you start to pick up on it and then it's in your subconscious where you need to make those changes on how to talk yeah just like um me when i had <laughs> five driving tests <laughs> i failed four i failed four of them <laughs> and then I-, I started crying <laughs> on my third attempt after i found out i failed <laughs> like i didn't like full like ball out cry but i was just so like you know pissed off crying yeah you know what i mean like like the tear jerker type thing yeah um yeah i was i was not having it and then i had to you know calm myself down in that moment because i was literally about to like yell at my instructor i was like that mad that right or not instructor my the person that was the tester yeah the tester i was about to yell at him i'm just like how how did i not pass but then you know it's those situations where you gotta you know control yourself like specifically because you know once you rage out at them like that's that's gonna be there forever you know yeah like (laughs) that's affecting other people so like do you have some good emotional control now or like you always had it but then now you can actually use it as a way to be adaptable in more social situations i think sometimes i'm pretty good but it depends on how my day has been going or how my week has been going like if i if i've just been having a bad experience throughout the whole week then i might not do very well in social situations like that Mm -hmm. right but a lot of the time and i think i think most people if you like ask people really close to me they will say that i'm able to control my emotions in terms of dealing with other people a lot right because i usually stay calm under most situations right unless you're like attacking me personally and even then i might stay pretty calm unless it's something very important to me then i i should like i always stay calm in most situations like in your situation like i wouldn't get mad at anyone i'd just i'd probably be mad at myself right more than anything and yeah i don't i I think there's someone very close to us who remind frequently reminds me that not used to frequently remind me that i'm like the calmest person they've ever (laughs) talked to which is kind of flattering to say the least but you know you know, if I'm ever in that situation that you were in, I would probably just either blame it on myself or just be open-minded about it. Be like, you know, maybe if someone treated me bad, I'll just be like, maybe they're just having a bad day or something, you know? Like, yeah, I try not to think too much about it because, I mean, it only brings bad things, right? And you have, like, this emotional control. So now that you realize within yourself like oh you know if i think one bad thought about this person then it's just gonna continue on a train of bad thoughts and then you're gonna come up with the conclusion that this is a bad person yeah and you don't want that it's like you meet somebody say you meet your girlfriend's friends right and then you know one person just was just off you know it was just an off day for them right and then you immediately just judge them on that one act and then now you kind of put on the lens of 
you're seeing like all the bad acts now right yeah so and then it's just gonna be a, that person's a bad person first time you meet them well i'm trying to learn how to just you know just look at people and say like oh like just you know talk to them you don't have to be so what is it you know trying to make them like you or you don't have to force yourself to like them right they're just you know a person that you you're interested in hearing you know what they have to say or what they have to offer in a conversation you don't have to make a value judgment right away it's <laughs> that, that that comes with just time you know because you got to see how that person you know progresses and then I think we, we talk about this so much but like now you have that choice for to cut them off or to you know accept them into your friend group that's on you yeah oh man that is really hot in my room jeez <laughs> dude honestly i think recently in terms of that emotional stuff emotional control i guess recently i've been worse with it right because of all the stuff that's been happening to me i'm like i feel like i as i think at some point i felt like i had like the right to like say and do whatever i want because of all because my life was so stressful that i guess i just was maybe that or maybe i just wasn't thinking that much about other things that because of all the stuff that i've been trying to do recently so you know i've gotten into some pretty bad arguments with people that i shouldn't have and none of it ended badly like i always like I, it starts and then i'm like i'm so stupid right like and then yeah. i just stop it like it's just whatever right and then we're over it but yeah i've gotten some pretty bad arguments with one close friend and then my girlfriend and then i think a couple of other friends as well which i didn't feel the most proud of but i mean i try to forgive myself in the sense that there's been a lot going on that you know it's kind of expected right like maybe not expected but like forgivable but that that's that lack of emotional control there because you know when i don't have much to think about i'm it's easy for me to control myself and you know act appropriately regardless of the situation but when a lot is coming at you at once it's really hard to maintain that composure all the time yeah i applaud people who can do that like who just don't emotionally lash out take it out on other people like express themselves they kind of like keep it within them yeah and then they treat people like like they're 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 more sensitive to stuff and so that kind of they they treat people where they're they think that that person is sensitive you know what i mean yeah like they're sensitive themselves so then they're also going to treat people like you know they're sensitive too that's i think that's that's what i've been seeing but you know there's also those people that just like you know they're they're just completely having a bad day and then you know they're just off you know there's something off about that person 
well, I don't want to be that person to just, you know, say like, oh, you get over it, you know? Yeah. It's hard to kind of understand when they don't show it. So at the same time, like those people who are able to hide their emotions really well, scary because you don't know where they're at right now. So, <laughs> uh, nah, just to just to think about maybe you have people in your life that are going through this you don't even know about it because they're, they're hiding their emotions pretty well yeah. what i like to do is just breathe and you know talk to them one by one or one v one just having like a single conversation like not in a group of friends they'll, they'll act differently you'll know and then you can get into those conversations if you're really close. Like, oh, you know, how's your family been? Whatever. Like, if they're willing to tell you about that. Yeah. I just had, a, like, a walk in the park, like, today. Like, I wasn't using my phone. Just walking around the park for 20 minutes. Wasn't listening to music or anything. I was, yeah. like, trying to, you know, just not even think a lot. But just to, like, be one with nature. You know what I mean? And I, I, this came up during the walk. So I, that's just something I talked about. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a good thing that you did that, right? Because, yeah. you know, there's actually someone in our friend group that used to do that a lot and people like make fun of him for it. But I think it's like, dude, I wish I could do that. Because when I do that, I just get in my head and it doesn't really do much for me. Sometimes yeah, see, I like doing it with like when I'm with someone where, you know, we just start talking about stuff, you know, whatever it may be. And we don't look at our phone or do anything. We just like walk and talk, right? That feels good. Yep. But when I'm alone, it's like I just get in my head. right? Mm -hmm. And I, that's why I try to avoid that and try to look for support in other people when I need to. But... Yeah, I think it's good that you you did that, right? And I think you should do more if you can because oh, yeah. I know it helps a lot of people when they do that. And also, it feels like a waste of time, but I I, I, I don't think it's a waste of time, right? No, that that's exactly what I was thinking when I started. I'm just like, I need to be always productive or I'm wasting my time. That's what... I thought about before I did the walk so I had to literally force myself not to look at my phone at all not to have the urge to listen to some music or some podcast just just walk around the park I did like six laps yeah and you know what I like my brain was just like numb the whole time like numb in a you know in a relaxing way more of like I didn't think of much at all I just kept looking at the trees and lo looking forward, looking around, breathing well. It's a good like detox, you know, from all the screens, all the stress you have to think about. Just like maybe like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes even. Just like not even looking at your phone or listening to music. Just, you know, you know take it all in that you're living in this earth. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>